Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Keith, and welcome to another episode of The Wake Up Call. In our studio today, we are so blessed to have with me my little brother, Brian McCulloch, who I have been blessed to have in my life since he was 13 years old. His family began seeing me, and uh, his mother, Sue, uh, came to see me, and as a result, brought her two sons, uh, Matthew and Brian, to see me. And they uh, became fast and furious little brothers of mine and have been a part of my life ever since. Brian, welcome to the Wake Up Call, and uh, thank you for being a part of the experience uh, with us today. Thank you, sir. It's good to be here. It's great to have you. Um, So we want to start talking uh, today and share with our audience, Brian, the amazing story um, of your path and your purpose and how the practice and how living the practice, uh, whether you knew it or not, has become a part and is really becoming a part of your future and how your life has gone. So, Brian, just kind of give um, give some general uh, concepts and ideas to our audience of kind of where you were at as a person when you were 13, 14 years old and uh, what your experience was like, um, things you were dealing with, and uh, kind of where we started our journey together. Oh, boy. Um so long ago, you know, I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> Many lifetimes, right? Yeah, I, yeah, it was. Um, <sighs> How would you describe that person that you used to be? Um, struggled a lot. Uh, had a lot of um, health issues. Um, I mean, I couldn't tell you how many doctors I was seeing, you know, specialty doctors and therapists and um, all kinds of different things, and nothing was really, you know, helping. Um I don't know how many different prescription drugs I was on. Um, just, just a lot, a lot of bad stuff. And um, I don't know exactly, you know, it was a long time ago. I don't know exactly what was actually wrong with me. I just knew that I was in bad shape. Okay, and just so you guys know, um, Brian, how old are you now? Uh, I'm about to be 31. So Brian was 31. So it when I'm asking him. Uh, what was going on at that age? I mean, um, you know, it's 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 a long time ago, and Brian has gone through so much transformation and change in his life that, you know, what we call conscious incarnations in the practice. He's gone through many different lifetimes since then. So, um, because I can pull back his file in my mind, I can give some general details um, that Brian was dealing with. You know, Brian um, was diagnosed, and this is the key. You know, this is what you want to remember out there, everybody. Just because you're diagnosed with something doesn't mean you are that something. You know, don't ever live the label of a diagnosis. Always know that within you, you are created to be a gift, God-informed today. So diagnoses are nothing more than uh, opportunities to learn, grow, and change and no longer have that diagnosis. So one of the things Brian was diagnosed with was he had some attention deficit issues, and they were telling Brian that he had some learning problems and some processing issues. Um, uh, and and that's the general crux of what he was struggling with in school, um, which made school a difficult environment for him. Uh, that sounds about right, doesn't it, Brian? Uh, yeah, there's a lot more to it, but yeah, that's that's one of the big ones. They had a lot a lot of other health issues too, but yeah, that's a big one. That's kind of a that's kind of one that people can relate to, sure. you know, without a doubt. Um, and it's it's important that you know when we look back at this, you know, uh, when Brian came to see me, as he said, he was 13, 14 years old. And he was on several prescriptions, several prescriptions. And when we start to think about how many prescription drugs young people are on at that kind of an age, um, and especially back then, Brian, 
um, the, the drugs that you were taking, uh, there was really no firm evidence of the side effects that those drugs could cause in younger people, right? Sure. Yeah. So uh, it's important that we think about um, our young people. And uh, before we begin putting them on chemicals, uh, we really need to dig into their general health, their well-being, who they are, what's going on, uh, because, you know, we really don't fully know the effect of some of these drugs on young people. Um, but for a child to be on multiple prescriptions at 13 years old, uh, you know, it shows a parent is doing the best they can to get the child the help that they believe the child needs. At the same time, we always want to be conscious of that. So Brian and I began working um, at that age and uh, working him through some of those, some of those issues in his life. Um, he progressed. He definitely started to get better. Brian, do you have any memory? And I don't. And if we don't, it's fine. Um, how long did it take us before you started getting off some of those medications that you were taking for those types of things? Do you remember? Not very long. Yeah. I don't think it was very, maybe less than a year, maybe yeah. a year or something like that. Um, I'm not sure. And, and again, uh, this is all just recollection. And it, the beautiful thing about the practice is we value our past, but we don't make a point of holding on to it. Sure. So it's literally difficult for him to remember because he's in the practice, right. which is just freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, so where did you see your path start to take you? And, uh, and it's important to be honest with the audience because you bring a unique perspective. Uh, you were willing to come and see me and have the visits with me. Uh, and that this was even before the practice was even created. I mean, Brian's been seeing me since he was 13 years old. So, you know, the practice didn't come through me and get written until 2010. So there were a number of years that you were coming to see me uh, before there was even any of the things that we have today, right? Right. Interesting. So tell me, um, what was your general experience coming into that world of like holistic medicine and, and nutrition and... Like, what was your perception of that whole experience? And be honest, like when you first started getting exposed to a different way of, of getting better and healing. I was at the point where I didn't care what the healthcare was. I just wanted something to work. Um, and I didn't care what it was at that point. I was seeing so many different people. I mean, at least an appointment once a week to a doctor or a specialist, you know, and nothing was working I was just miserable so when I come to see you I, I didn't care you know and and you were the only thing that worked you know you, your practice and you know the the things that you do um, made a big difference now I don't have a clue what you do but all I know is what you're doing works and if you do what you tell us to do it it works you know but we have to do our part you know it's not all just you you know you we have to do our part and that's and and again we're talking about you know, I think sometimes parents underestimate um, the power and purpose of a young person that when they get to a point of really desperation where they're really ready to do whatever they need to do um, and you give them the opportunities, you know, remember that your children are in many ways much older than their age, that, you know, they, they have an intuition, they have a knowing. And many times when you put the right opportunities in front of them, um, they're ready for change, and when something just works, they are they're willing to do it. Um, and that's what's amazing about about kids, even more than adults. Sometimes adults have so many built-in programs and so many built-in constructs and beliefs that even though something works, the beauty is that it works. The problem is that 
in working, it puts them in conflict with too many things that they believe can't change. Where the beauty of working with a child or a young adult like Brian at that time was, he didn't he didn't have a lot of a lot of um, crap in the way. You know, when something worked, he was like, I don't care what it is, it works. I'm gonna do it. Um, and with all he was able to, he did that. So I worked with Brian uh, on a regular basis all the way through junior high, and uh, and high school. And uh, Brian uh, graduated high school, and uh, which was awesome. <laughs> and uh, and wasn't on medications and wasn't on anything. He right. literally did it in his own awareness, which is, I mean, you have to understand, you know, um, some of these people are coming from tough places where what we consider to be, you know, something that's expected. You know, they're struggling and they're working hard. And so, you know, at that time when Brian graduated, you know, it was a really big freaking deal. And we were all really super proud of him. And it wasn't like he just got by. Like, he really did well and got through school and, and did amazing. Um, so where did your path go after high school, Brian? What did you start to think about after that? Um, you know, I started working full-time and, you know, had a bunch of different jobs. Um, still kind of, you know, I was doing a lot better, but still struggling a bit, you know, um, more or less surviving life and not really living life. Um, what do you mean by that, Brian? That's a great statement that we talk about, but can you explain it from your point of view? Um, what does it mean to survive life? What does that feel like? What kinds of things do you experience when you're surviving life? Uh, you're almost living on just muscle memory. I mean, you're, you're just kind of getting by day by day, barely, you know, getting up in the morning and going to work, and you're just like a zombie through the day, you know. You just, you're just, just getting by. You know. Did it tend? Does does that type of way of living? Did you notice? Did it tend to create like more anxiety, more stressful feelings inside of you, just in general? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So kind of take us fast forward, where you know, and again, this is Brian and I have known each other for a long time, so he continues to come in, and let's kind of let's kind of get the audience up to speed with. Right. Um, you know, I start to ask. I, the book comes out. You obviously know that. I, you know, you're introduced to the book, and just kind of tell the audience because we want to give them the truth of of your experience. What was your initial experience regarding reading the book, listening to the book, really getting into the book itself? It's just a great right. story. I've had access to the book for a long time now, years, um, and it's. I've actually had a copy of it for years at my house. I really just wasn't ready to um, read it. Uh, it just wasn't my time. I, I, uh, I couldn't pick the book up and, and do it, even though that I know I knew it could help me and I, and I, and I didn't allow myself to pick it up and read it. Um, so then about um, four months ago, I went through this um, really painful breakup and I knew that there was nothing else that was going to get me through this breakup. Um, I needed to try something different. Um, so I finally just broke down and I read the book and really applied it. Um, I mean, I just really dove into it and gave it, gave my life to it. Um, and then things started happening. Okay. So this is, this is, um, you know, for the audience, you know, I, I'm lucky enough to know how this story goes, but Brian, I think it'd be really good to kind of slow the frames of the movie down okay. and like tell everybody because literally the level of change and transformation and total shift in Brian's reality um, was just 
uh, like off the hook amazing. So I want Brian to kind of really slow it down and, uh, and, and give you guys almost a play-by-play -play, uh, for at least the first like week or two and uh, really start to show you how the undeniable miracles of this practice happened in his life. We're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back to hear that amazing experience. Hello everybody, this is Dr. Keith and welcome to the Wake Up Call. I want to always thank you for being a part of the Heart Healthy Homes family. As a part of our family, we treat you like family and we really uh, enjoy having you a part of that. There are many reasons that we should be looking at whole food nutrition as a part of our holistic health practice. Uh, the biggest reason is that our bodies were made to run and heal with food. And it's uh, always challenging for all of us to get those whole foods in us in the quantities we need every day. And uh, it's so important that we at least institute a whole food multiple in our diet to cover those bases and give our body what it needs to make what it needs so that we can be what we're meant to be. One of the uh, whole food supplements I've used from Standard Process for many years is Catalan. And Catalan is that whole food supplement that gives you all the multiple vitamin or the multiple mineral, that general array of whole foods that in their form give you what you need to be all that you're meant to be. So if you're not taking a multiple vitamin, please go to the Heart Healthy Home site and get some Catalan. You can add it to anything else from Standard Process you're taking as a good foundation to your health, to your heart. Have a wonderful day. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Keith, and we are back at the wake-up call with Brian. And Brian is just getting ready to take us through the play-by-play -play of what happened when he finally picked up the practice and said, you know what, I'm ready. So, Brian, kind of take us through that experience that you went through when you first read the book and what happened like for the first, literally for the first few days to weeks after, wasn't it? Yeah, things happened pretty quick. Um, so I read the book. Uh, it took me a couple of days to read the book. Um, and right after I closed the book, um, you're just like surrounded by so much peace. And it's the first time in my life that I've ever felt that much peace. Um, and overnight, actually, I lost 10 pounds. I didn't change anything. <laughs> I didn't change anything in my diet, my eating or anything. And I just, which um, I really couldn't believe, but um, it happened. So, you know, um, so I read the book and, um, I think actually I was driving to come see you for another appointment one day and on my way, um, my intuition, um, said to me, you know, sell your house and travel the country. And, um, I'm like, okay. So then I, you know, I'm in, coming to see you and uh, I tell you about it and you're like yeah I think you're you're right on you know I think you need to do that um, so that's kind of where it all started and um, so I got my house ready um, you know I sold my I ended up selling my house in about four days Wow um, you know I did pretty well on it um, um, so there was just a literally sure. Brian there was just a flow things yeah. just this level of intuitive awakening that you were just surrendering into, um, these were big moves that you were making. Did you feel a sense of peace around making this level of, of shift in your life? I mean, like, what was that like for you to be, like, receiving the intuition and just acting on it? At that point, I was just so open to um, applying what the practice teaches you to apply that right I just, 
I just did it. I did everything that my intuition was telling me to do. Wow. Um, you know, it said my intuition was telling me sell my house, sell my cars, sell my sell my side business, sell um, you know anything that I really didn't need anymore. And um, within like a week, week or two, I had like everything sold. And wow. Just everything was gone. And the more stuff that I would sell, um, the more peace I had, and the more my intuition was getting stronger. Actually, it was, so it was like a muscle you were exercising. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty wild. In other words, the initial the initial experience with the practice was really all about letting go. I mean, you let go of ten pounds the the next night. Um, I also remember you telling me that like you just felt this incredible urge to just start running all of a sudden. And you would just go out and just start running and like releasing as you were running um, and let go of all that. And then you let go of the of the house, the possessions. Um, and then I and then I remember that you came in and you were having a problem with your with your back. And um, and Brian does like he's like a, a craftsman with automotive. Like he does a lot of body work and, and does a lot of like really um like that's what he does. He does body work, painting. He does a lot of stuff where he, he's like an artist that puts cars back together and makes them like they're new, which is not easy on the body. Um, and I was telling him that his back was sore because it was like he was just needed to think about his job. And um, and then I and then I want I want you to tell I want you to tell the audience the story of kind of what came up in that visit, what I told you, and then walk us through the amazing story of what came to pass soon after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we had our visit, and I told you um, what I was getting on the way to see you, and um, and then I said to you, I I don't know when I'm supposed to go. I don't know when I'm supposed to leave my job. That's the next part of it, you know. And you said there'll be a day where you'll go to walk into work, and the door will not open. It just won't open. You'll try to pull on it, and, it, and it's just not going to open. I said, okay, you know, I've trusted you for this long. I'll, tr- I'll keep trusting you. <laughs> right. I said, okay. When was that visit compared to, like, what you're, when you're going to take us in the story, Brian? Do you remember, like, how long it was roughly before the visit and what you're going to tell us? I think it was about three months ago. Wow. Okay, yeah. so now, so three months ago, you guys, this is key because three months, three months, literally, well, probably about three and a half months right now, but three months ago from the day Brian's sitting in, in this chair with me, we're having that conversation and I'm just telling him the door's not going to open. So I'm going to have Brian, like, I'll kind of paraphrase Brian's life. He just continues to be in the practice all the way. I mean, between the time that visit happens and what you say, you're just continuing to live in the practice, right? right. Intuition's getting stronger. He's getting more tuned in. He's coming to see me and he's just getting really dialed in. I mean, like the decisions he's making with relationships, the decisions he's making with how he's ending relationships. He's just being like dead on in the practice, totally honest, upfront, open, amazing. And then he's going to tell us what happened on the way to work one day. Yeah, I was driving to work, and um, as I was getting on the off-ramp, you know, um, I have conversations with God, you know. Um, I, you know, I talk to him, and he talks back. It's, it's pretty crazy in itself. Um <laughs> And it was never like that until I, you know, started reading the practice. Um, now I have this whole new relationship with life and God, and um, it's amazing and peaceful. But um, so he says, I, I said, um, what do you need me to learn today? What do you want me to do today? And uh, he said, turn left. Um, my shop is to the right. 
And I said, okay, well, this is interesting. So I turned right to go to work, and um, about a couple miles up the road, he says, the door is not going to open today. So he literally spoke to me and said, the door won't open today. And I said, wow, Keith told me that would happen. And now he's, you know, God is telling me that it won't happen. And um, it was a big deal for me, you know, because I really struggled with this job. I really didn't, you know, it's tough work. I, I hate doing it. Um, but I did what I had to do for those years. And, um, you know, I had some tears. I was like, wow, I don't have to do this anymore. And um, so I drove to work. And as I'm walking up to the door, I'm just like, this is it. It's actually going to happen. And I grabbed the door and it wouldn't open. Now, this is crazy, you guys, okay? Because um, he's not just like, He's not just saying this like, oh, I just tried to pull on and it didn't open. Like, it literally didn't open, right, Brian? Yeah, it, I, I mean, I pulled on this thing <laughs> and, it, you know, it wouldn't open. And, and this door is always open a lot of the time. Most of the time it's actually propped open. <laughs> you know, you know it's, it's always open. So then I walk in and I clock in and um, I'm like, okay, well, this is it. You know, I probably should put my two weeks notice in and all that. And... Um, clock in and I go to my toolbox and as I walk to the back there's this you know there's this guy and he's literally kicking the door trying to open it and it won't open <laughs> and I was like wow that is too funny and then I walked up to them and they don't really understand what I was saying but I said this is my sign that I need to go wow. and they just they didn't really know what I meant by that but you know I knew and um shortly after that you know yesterday was actually my last day at work um what did that feel like, Brian? What did it feel like to have that lifetime coming to an end? I mean, that had to be full of a lot of different kinds of emotions, right? Yeah, and I'm still going through them. It's um... like what's coming up for you, bro, in that moment? <sighs> I don't even know how to describe it. I just feel so much lighter now. And, um, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do for work next, but I know that I'm going to be guided into that. Um, and I think part of this trip that I'm taking is actually going to, um, open up some doors and open up some new opportunities for me. We're going to hear, um, this is this is a perfect way to segue. Brian's, when we come back, Brian's going to tell us what God's calling him to do with the next few months of his life and, uh, and what he's open to happening as a part of that. So everyone hang on. We're going to be right back to finish the interview with Brian and you're going to get to hear where his journey is taking him next. And, and how because of how open Brian is to sharing, how we're all going to continue to be a part of this journey with him and really not only just hear how he's doing, but be inspired and grow in our own way as a part of Brian being open to grow. So everyone hang on. You don't want to miss the end of this. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Keith, and thank you again for joining us on the Wake Up Call. If this testimony, uh, this story of change and transformation uh, told to us by Brian, if you feel it move you, guide you, if you feel like it's your time to be a part of the practice, to pick it up, to read it, to know it, if you're at that place that Brian was at where it just seems like nothing else is working, or if you're in a place where you want something to work even better, please go to the website, thepracticeheals.org. It's a free nonprofit website. Sign in, get started, listen to the audiobook, watch the classes, and most importantly, begin practicing it in every moment of your life. Your transformation and change is only a moment away. Enjoy that, and we welcome you as you go through that transformation and change to reach out to us, 
and share your story, be a part of the wake-up call, be awake and be a part of waking up others. Please enjoy your beautiful day for you are a gift. You are the God informed today. Be that for yourself and for all those around you. Well, we're back with Brian and we're ready to hear about the adventure that he is now getting to. Uh, just as a quick recap, Brian received prophecy that he was going to literally go to the door of his work and it was not going to open when it was his time to leave. Brian just told the story of going to the office, going to the door. It did not open. He realized it was time to give notice, and he was then receiving his next calling and his next vision on where he was going to go after this. So, Brian, take it from there. Where are you at now after you're just literally, you finished your job, and now you're open to what's next? Yes, yeah, so yesterday was my last day of work, um, and I actually I leave tomorrow for my trip. Um, so for the rest of the year, uh, I'm going to travel the country. Um, I was guided to, you know, go see uh, the national parks and, um, you know, really just get back with nature and get really grounded and um, into, you know, my next portion of my life. Um, and just kind of go really witness the beauty that's out there because I really have never, you know, traveled like this before. So, um, you know, I'm open for all the enlightenment that's going to come through. And um, the trip is, you know, somewhat planned out but the rest of it's going to be interpreted by my intuition you know wherever it tells me to go I'm going to go whatever it tells me to do I'm going to do um, and kind of just really keep living my life that way and um, really listen to my intuition and um, just do it you know that's amazing just gonna um, I'm gonna start here in Ohio and I'm gonna go down to Kentucky um, Arkansas um, Texas um, Colorado Montana, I'm probably going to go up through Washington, maybe hit the coast of California, um, and just really wherever I'm supposed to go, I'm going to go. And, you know, I may pull into some town, and I like it there, and never come back, you know. It's totally up in the air right now. Isn't it amazing to um, give yourself the opportunity to just live in that I don't know, that freedom? Um, and, you know, I, I know we have listeners of all different ages and backgrounds, but... Um, it's so important that you give yourself the opportunity to just have an experience that really is about you opening up to your unity within life and being guided by God. And there is, you know, unfortunately, everyone's not as lucky as Brian right now where he can take the time to do this. And God, I love him for really just embracing that and allowing God to give him all the time he needs. Because when you look at it, you know, it's, yeah, Brian's going to, whatever he's going to take, whatever, six months, four to six months, whatever. Um, what is four to six months within a God-willing 85-year lifetime? And what an effect those four to six months are going to have on the trajectory of the rest of your life that would have just ended up being a survival lifetime. You know, we went from being a survivor to a thriver, and now he's getting grounded, and he's literally he's getting ready to go through his rebirth everybody and that's what the practice takes you through a lot of the first part of the practice is brian knows and all of us who who live the practice know is you go through a death uh you go through a death of what isn't going with you and what brian found was his house wasn't going with him some relationships weren't going with him a lot of parts of brian weren't going with him uh, his job but now he's going into this rebirth and he's literally giving himself the opportunity to experience all the places that he's guided to go. And he, like he said, he's like a beautiful little egg that's looking to see where he's meant to be planted. And he might pull into some little town and it might just be that beautiful energetic uterus where he just says, you know what? 
I'm just going to sit here and grow here for a while. And uh, this is where I'm meant to get bigger and better and more aware. And, you know, does that mean that'll be the last place he'll live? Who knows? But I love that he's so open to the possibility of that. Um, you said you had some waypoints set up and um, you're just kind of letting those be guided by your intuition and where God kind of told you you needed to kind of set some tacks up on the roadmap a little bit. Yeah, so um, I have a friend in Texas that I was really guided to go see. Um, I, I feel like somehow he's connected to my career or maybe a, a business partnership. I'm really not sure. I have no idea, but I know I need to go there and I'm going to go there. So um, I rented a place there for a month. Um and you know I'm gonna hang out with him and see what see what's going on with that. Um, I rented a, a cabin in Colorado um, near the Rocky Mountains, which I'm really excited about. Um, I also rented another cabin in um, Montana, right next to Yellowstone. Um, just beautiful places, and um, just really looking forward to going to see it, and um, really looking forward to you know where this is taking me, you know, spiritually, and um, just you know, in my career and everything. I have no idea where it's going to go, but I'm completely open to uh, whatever it brings, whatever it takes, whatever it allows me to have, whatever, you know, just whatever it is, I don't know. And I'm just really living in that place of I don't know, and that's completely fine with me, and it's, you know, more peace than I've ever had in my life. Um, I just thank you, God, you know, just thank you for all of this. As you're all listening to the Wake Up Call, um, you know, you're hearing story after story, um, the proof of the practice. Um, and the true proof of the practice is that you can stare into the abyss of eternity, you know, that we call life, and you can just look at it and know you have no idea what's going to happen. And at the same time, you don't go through that experience with fear. You don't go through that experience trying to survive it. Like you truly, like Brian, like all of us who live it, we're able to just be in it and like Brian beautifully said, receive what it's giving us, let go of what it's taking and realize that it's about the practice of living. You know, so many um, old constructs of consciousness are based on, you know, possessions, achievement, um, you know, societal ranking, whatever. And Really, what life's about is the experience of life itself. And I have to say something that's a little funny, and I don't think Brian will mind, is that when Brian first started to really come into his awakening, we did a lot of visits on his issue he had with big spaces. Do you remember that? How could I forget? Yeah, and and uh, and he really, like, it was a big deal for him. Like, he would look at the sky, and um, he would look at things, and... and uh, you know, he would just get really freaked out with the size of the universe and the sky and the solar system. And then he would literally cause a level of anxiety in the system. And, and it was so, it was literally, it was, it was what was small in him um, resolving into what was big in him. And I love the fact that all the places Brian's going, like he knows he needs to stop in Texas, which is one of the biggest states in the country. Uh, he's going to the Rocky Mountains, some of the biggest mountains. He's going to Montana, big sky country. Like he's going to all these really big places finally. And to me, that's nothing more than prophetic evidence that Brian is on his way to some really, really big, beautiful places in his life. And he's done letting anything small in him keep him small. He's not meant to live in a cell. And so much of what was happening to him at his job was he felt like he was going to work 
He was walking in that building. He was getting locked in the cell. And the beautiful thing is that Brian felt the same thing when he was going to school every day. And we had to work through that, that some people are just not meant to learn in a space of containment. Some people are supposed to learn outside of four walls in bigger spaces. And then in that bigger space, they can be in smaller spaces and be big instead of being an amazing big light like Brian who for so long felt like he had to keep himself in a small place. So, Brian, we just want to thank you so much at the wake-up call for coming. And the good news about Brian is that we're not saying goodbye to Brian. We don't say goodbye to anybody because we're all eternal. But Brian has completely committed to sharing through social media, emails, posts. Um, And in the future, we're actually going to have Brian be a call-in guest uh, out from the road. And we're actually going to get a chance to hear more stories and more amazing things that are going to happen as a part of Brian's journey. So as you continue to tune into the Wake Up Call, you'll continue to see postings of Brian. And we just are so excited for his journey because his journey is our journey. And what Brian can discover, we can all learn. So really excited for you, little brother. Really happy for you. And um, in closing of the show with Brian, I want to share one really special, really special moment that happened between Brian and I. And Brian came in to see me for his last visit, and um, he was just liberated. Like, he was just, like, he was at peace. He was really settling into it. Yeah, there was stuff dying out, but he was like, you know, I'm, I'm really on my path. And, uh, you know, we embraced and we hugged, and, and, uh, and normally we would start our visit where I would have Brian, when he was ready, he would lay down, and we would get into a healing and uh, Brian looked in my eyes and he goes, I want you to lay on the table. And uh, I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I literally laid on the table and Brian was in such a place of just vulnerability and beauty and trust. And he stood over me and he let the energy come into him and he laid his hands on me as he was guided and he spoke the beautiful tender words that he was guided and I received them and I honored them. And, uh, and it was such an incredible moment as a teacher to have my student stand over me and literally be that which I am and to be what he is and to feel that incredible unity and absence of difference um, was just a moment I will never forget, brother. It's a moment I'll never forget and uh, just love you so much. I love you too, man. Thank you for everything. Yeah, and we just can't wait to hear more from you. So we're going to have you back. We look forward to it. You have an amazing trip. You have the love and support of all the order of life through you, with you, all around you. And we just can't wait to hear about the miracles, okay? Okay, man. Thank you. Take care, Brian. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for being a part of the Wake Up Call. Uh, Wow. If you weren't awake before that show, you've got to be awake now because we are literally not only in our own space, but we are being inspired, inspired by people becoming the total gift that God informed today, not just in their mouth, but in their language, their body, their life. They're just living it and they're demonstrating the undeniable presence and order of God in form now. It's not somewhere we're going, everybody. Heaven on earth is here right now, right here. Be a part of the wake-up call and move in. Everyone have a great day. Can't wait to talk to you next time.